Camp Business Magazine Presence Challenge Course Gear Storage Written by Don Stock Read by Kyle Snow Challenge courses are an important part of many camp programs. And constructing, maintaining, and staffing them are a big investment. Much of that ongoing cost involves the gear and equipment used to operate the course. Helmets, harnesses, ropes, carabiners, lanyards, and zipline trolleys are expensive. They have a limited, usable lifespan under the best circumstances. But that lifespan can be even further reduced due to poor gear care and storage. Every year, Challenge course inspectors are forced to retire gear and equipment prematurely because they were not properly cared for or were stored in a way that the environment or a system contributed to premature degradation. That's unfortunate because maintaining and properly storing Challenge course gear and equipment not only is a critical part of a risk management and accident prevention plan, but also extends the life of expensive gear and increases the program's efficiency. Here are three big ideas to put into practice that will Make equipment last longer. Save time. Make a whole operation run more smoothly. Big idea number one, get organized. Nothing contributes to wasted time and a ho-hum attitude toward gear care quite like a lack of organization. When items don't have a designated home, and there is no expectation that items will be put back in their assigned spot at the end of the day, things quickly get messy and out of control. As the owner of a company that inspects hundreds of camp challenge courses and commercial, aerial adventure operations annually, I've seen everything from pristine, well-organized, climate-controlled rooms that look more like an outdoor store to old bins stuffed with mildewed harnesses and rusty carabiners. Organization creates a sense of professionalism and sets a positive tone for the entire team. It also contributes in a significant way to staff satisfaction and program efficiency. Nothing is quite as frustrating during a busy, high-stress summer season than having to constantly look for items that should be readily at hand. And disorganization is a self-perpetuating beast, because when nothing has a designated place, no one can find anything without going on a scavenger hunt. Not only is that frustrating, but it's also a time sink that contributes to higher payroll costs, more stress, and lower job satisfaction. To get organized, begin with a point person who has an eye for and an interest in organization. This may or may not be the course manager. In fact, a common factor in gear rooms that look like a tornado has ripped through it is a course manager who isn't a natural organizer. And that's okay. If a course manager isn't a natural organizer, chances are there's a staff member who is, and he or she is usually the person who complains about not being able to find things. So, task that individual with the organization process. The second thing needed to get organized is enough space. It's a common issue that camps simply don't have enough space for the amount of stuff they have. Therefore, the gear can't be organized effectively because there just isn't enough real estate. Sometimes the problem can be solved by eliminating the extra items that have accumulated over time. But at other times there's just not enough room for everything. In those cases, additional space can be created. Building or moving to acquire more square footage. Employing space-maximizing features, like lofts, tiered hanging racks, and outside storage areas for tools and other equipment in order to free up inside space. The third thing needed to get organized is a way to designate each item and its proper home. This can be done with masking tape and a sharpie, which will probably blow the organizational person's feng shui gasket. Instead, use a label maker. 
It isn't expensive less than $50, but it makes the organization and labeling process much cleaner. Big idea number two, have an appropriate storage environment. I've lost count of the times I have come across equipment that may only be a year or two old but was completely ruined due to poor conditions within the storage area or through improper storage methods. That's both expensive and completely avoidable. In having the proper environment for a storage area, the major factor is humidity. High humidity especially over time promotes oxidation on aluminum, the powdery white stuff sometimes seen on aluminum carabiners or harness D-rings. It causes steel to rust and soft goods like harnesses and lanyards to mildew all of which can ruin or seriously reduce the lifespan of the equipment. So, ridding a storage space of as much humidity as possible is key. If possible, use a climate-controlled space for gear storage. I can hear all of the camp program directors laughing. I get it. Many camps are lucky to have a storage space with a roof, let alone a climate-controlled room. But, at the very least, if there is an off-season when the gear isn't in use, consider moving it to a climate-controlled space over the winter. If a climate-controlled space isn't available, make sure the space is watertight, avoid the improper storage of rain-soaked gear, and use humidity-reducing tools like fans and damp red. Fix any roof leaks. If the equipment gets caught in a storm at the end of the day, don't hang it up crammed together or throw it in a pile. Spread it out and position a fan to blow on it to help it dry. Damp Rid is a passive, moisture-absorbing crystal that pulls humidity out of the air. It's available in high-capacity tubs for spaces like garages and basements, and can last as long as six months in an average-size gear shed. If there's no electricity in the storage area, a small solar fan system may create enough airflow to move humidity out of the space. When it comes to creating the right environment and storage system for gear, just say no to bins. It's the challenge course devil that makes people think storing lifeline gear in bins is a good idea. Almost nothing contributes to gear degradation and issues that result in premature gear retirement than storing equipment in bins. Why? 1. Psychologically, equipment is devalued. Garbage and other items people don't necessarily care about are placed in bins. 2. They trap moisture. 3. They take gear and equipment out of the line of sight so problems like rust, mildew, or rodent nest building aren't caught until it's too late. The final, important aspect of creating a proper environment for equipment is to keep soft goods off a floor and shelves to make access harder for rodents. Just like the damage caused by gear stored in bins, damage caused by rodents is quite common. Hang harnesses on hooks that are away from walls or on freestanding racks. Store helmets in sports ball racks or on hooks. If helmets are stored on a shelf, put them right side up with the chin straps tucked inside the shell. Big idea number three, create storage systems with efficiency in mind. One of the most helpful ways to smooth operations and make things more pleasant for setup, teardown, and course paperwork is to use solutions that contribute to efficiency. One simple way to apply this idea is in hanging lifeline gear. Put harnesses, lanyards, and helmets on removable hooks with a set number of items on each hook that can be quickly and easily moved to an outdoor gear rack. The rack should utilize the same crossbars and track system as inside the shed, so the transfer from inside to outside is clean, efficient, and professional. At the end of the day, gear can be easily inspected, counted, logged, and returned inside to its designated space ready for the next day.